Welcome to the podcast of the fabulous Las Vegas Rotary Club. My name is Jacqueline Thornhill, and I am honored to serve as the 97th president. Our club focuses on youth, children's literacy, and we support our active duty military and veterans. We meet on Thursdays at Lowry's at noon. For more information, please visit LasVegasRotary.com or follow us on Facebook at Las Vegas Rotary Club founded 1923, where you can watch a live stream of our weekly meetings. Please enjoy this week's speaker. There are times in your life when things just seem to come together, and today is one of those days. As most of you know, we have an 18-month-old toddler in our house, and when my, my wife, my beautiful wife, right? This is being recorded. My beautiful <laughs> wife um, and myself talked about raising our little boy, the, the values that we identified. We talked about caring, being friendly, being unselfish, sharing, generous. That's all the stuff that we do here, right? At the end of that discussion, we said, hey, that, that's Rotary's values, and we should make sure that our little son is around Rotarians, right? And just the way that Janet Linder just stood up for her table. <laughs> um, thing, things like that, right? And how friendly people in this club has been to me, and I'm looking and I see Brock Fraser, who was the president when I, when I first came, and Tom Novotny, and, and so many people, right, who's been so friendly to me. And those are the values that we want to instill in our little baby boy. So if I'm hinting at free babysitting, you may or may not <laughs> be wrong. Um, but the things that we all do, right, and we do that for free. We volunteer our time. But our speaker today does that for her job, and she gets to interact with people and she obviously has to live those values to a higher degree than we do. So a couple of months ago, there was a dinner where she was introduced to the community. And like most people, I shook her hand that night. And I didn't think much of it because she shook hundreds of hands that night. And I thought, how is she ever going to remember me? And then one Thursday afternoon, <laughs> after a Rotary meeting, in the parking lot, I saw her and walked up to her and said, hey, I'm Michael Gordon. And... Do you remember me? And if she lied or not, she can tell you. But she acted <laughs> like she remembered me. And we had a wonderful discussion and a warm embrace. And I just thought, hey, you need to talk to the best Rotary Club in the world. So for somebody who, who cares about our community, even though she's only been here uh, for a short time, she's really invested. And we can learn from her about the, the social safety net and the gaps that exist and where our club can help people like her and her, her organization to address those gaps to make our city the number one place to live. So with that, please join me in welcoming the CEO of United Way, Kyle Rand. Good afternoon. Yes, in fact, I did remember him. Uh, faces and names are my strong suit, and um, I come by that honestly. You're looking at a third-generation Rotarian. My grandfather was our Rotary uh, president in my hometown in Muncie, Indiana, and as was my father. And those were the days when, what? Women weren't allowed. So I always said to my dad, when is that going to change? And then, as, then it did. And I joined my first chapter, or my first club, in uh, Tyler, Texas, God's country, next to Las Vegas, quite frankly. I moved here eight months ago. 
It'll be eight months this Saturday. I couldn't get here fast enough, quite frankly. Um, this town reminds me very much of my hometown, Muncie, Indiana. It's small but big. Uh, we didn't have the strip, but we had automotive manufacturing. Um, so when the recession hit in the 80s, it nearly decimated central Indiana. Um, but I want to share with you that I was a Rotarian in Washington, D.C. I'm also a former Paul Harris Fellow. So I believe, believe and um, totally lived the, the, the test of Rotary, and I still do today. Thank you. Um, I'm going to speak, share with you what United Way does. But before I do that, um, I'd be remiss if we didn't think about the events of this week, what, what we're doing, what we're remembering. Um, to cap the, the week off, tomorrow, United Way of Southern Nevada hosts our Day of Caring. And we need volunteers, so if you have any interest for a free breakfast, we kick off at Towns uh, Square tomorrow morning at 9.30. Please join us, but if you want to volunteer on some of the projects, and they're all over the community, just go to uwsn.org and you'll see a link to sign up. We'd love to have you. I completely forgot how incredibly social Rotary is until today. Um, I just would like to share that my best friend in Washington, D.C., I met her at Rotary. So she's now in Rotary in Key West, Florida, where she has retired to her hometown. Um, I really want to share from my heart, why me, why Las Vegas? Well, first of all, our United Way was founded 62 years ago by Mr. Sam Boyd, Boyd Gaming, and I am, in fact, the first female CEO in 62 years. That's not lost on me, nor is it that we have a majority of females in the legislature, and I look around this club, and it's extremely diverse, and I love it. So congratulations. You are the fabulous Las Vegas Rotary. Um, so I really want to talk to you about what, we're not your granddaddy's United Way. How many remember, how many people in the room remember what United Way used to do? We come in, show hands, show hands. We come in and we say, we're going to make it easy for your employees to give and we're going to put it back out in the community to all the nonprofits. Well, United Way has transformed. We're not, we say, we're not your granddaddy's United Way anymore. We're not even my dad's United Way anymore. Uh, what we do is actually stand in the center of the community. We identify challenges, obstacles, and we convene and bring people together to make a difference, to solve extremely complex challenges. We are so incredibly fortunate to live in the fastest growing city and region in the U.S. I know you know this. With that comes systemic huge challenges, which United Way of Southern Nevada is addressing. So I want you to know what we do at your United Way. You don't have to be in a workplace anymore to support the work we do. You can do it on yourself. You can do it by giving, advocating, and volunteering. But what we have focused on is our cradle to career and workforce supports, um, community-based agenda. Because of this unprecedented growth, you know, there's a million engineering jobs and we don't have near enough people. Um, the young man from, that works on the base, staff sergeant, does cement. He knows. He's a civvy. You're a civvy, right? Civvy engineer? Okay. So previous to joining United Way, I was the first white female 
to ever work at the National Society of Black Engineers. Again, another first, so engineers are close to my heart. Huge, huge loss. We, we don't have enough trained people. Couple that with a state that has a low grad, a high school graduation rate, and it's hard to retain students in college or get them technical certification. So we are actually building a pipeline from pre-K-4 through our Nevada Ready, Nevada Ready Pre-K grant, through was feds, now it came state. So we had um, over 1,200 children last year that got free early childhood education. I don't mean watching Barney and, and doing Legos. Actual curriculum, they're pre and post tested, and they're coming out above grade level. We all know the importance of fundamental education, right? Put you on a runway to success. We fund, my board, prior to me joining, decided to put a million dollars out in our community over the next three years. We just finished our first year of funding for the Cradle Through Career. And those 1,257 preschool children were the recipients of some of that, of a lot of that funding. We also had 2,089 students in the Clark County School District who received tutoring at the Clark County Libraries across the valley to and mentoring, which we also know that's crucial. And we can tell you, I can tell you success story after success story of the students who were struggling with math and science. That would have been me. Um, so that's an important fundamental thing that we do. Then we, we know that in this cradle to career, there are interrupters and things that poke holes in our, our pipeline. Homelessness, affordable housing, mental health, health, lack of food or food insecurity, and human and sex slavery, human trafficking, sexual slavery. Um, Caesars is paying, paying attention to this, and we're joining them in that work there. We know how hard it is to break generational poverty, and we do this through education. This year, we had 519 students in high school actually realize their dream of going to college. And we start with some organizations here in town that actually work with um, kids in high school, students in high school from freshman through senior year, and help prepare them. And then people my age, there's 478 of us this year that we affected and helped get back for job readiness and back into the workforce. I think it's important that you know that we have 19 um, early education centers across the valley. We do not own nor operate them. We oversee and assist and manage the Nevada Ready classrooms. We have nine funded partners that we actually vetted. And what's the difference? So when you give to United Way, you're giving to an organization that put out RFP. We said certain metrics. You know, we're business people, right? We all are. Certain metrics have to be achieved to have certain outcomes. I just spoke of these outcomes. I think it's, I want you to know from my heart that I came here for a reason. Came here to make this incredibly wonderful, warm place. Not just warm with friendship, but warm with weather. Warm with that Nevada-born spirit, battle-born spirit, the Silver State. I've never felt so welcomed and so much as a part of a community. And as I told the board of directors when they interviewed me, I'm coming to stay. Like it or not, you have to blow me out of here. So 
I am thrilled to be the representative of an organization that's driving towards a prepared and ready workforce for our dynamic and booming economy. So at that, I'm going to leave it for questions. Um, does anyone have a question for me? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I had read about that uh, recently, about that library program, which I think is amazing. Many of us had talked about, you know, how cool that would be to volunteer there, but it seems like it's credentialed people. Is there any opportunity for, yes. do you have a need, I guess, for, for non-credentialed people? Listen, if you can read or write, a child <laughs> will benefit from mentoring and, and assisting. Yes, I do know that you can volunteer through the library as well. Um, the, the most important thing is so many of the children just need help. So please don't hesitate to reach out to the Clark County uh, Library District, as well as I know CCSD has a mentoring program. All you have to do is, I think, believe, be fingerprinted, a quick background check, and I think they provide for that. Uh, I cannot stress the importance enough of how vital a, a mentor is and a role model. So please do it. Thank you for asking. Anything else? I'm just curious how the uh, United Way is structured in, in a corporate sense. Are you a, a branch of national? Are you, own, are you your own 501c3 here in Nevada? Are you connected to northern Nevada? Those, those types of things. That's a great question. Um, <clears throat> we are, in fact, our own 501c3. We are headquartered right on the other side of Flamingo, 5830. We have a budget uh, this past year of about 15.1. We work in concert with United Way of the Northern Nevada Sierras. We're con since I've joined, uh, Michael Blazer, the president and CEO up there, and I are doing quite a few things together. We are a membership organization of United Way Worldwide in Alexandria, Virginia. So we adhere to certain standards and requirements that they ask of us. And they're called United Way Worldwide because there's over 1,400 United Ways around the country and about 500 worldwide. So. Thank you for joining us, sharing your passion. Tell us about your board of directors and uh, who you work with and for. You bet. Our board of directors are comprised by citizens like ourselves. Uh, often they may have come through, uh, for instance, Wells Fargo sits on our board, U.S. Bank, because they actively run campaigns. But the growth model for the new United Way is not about necessarily campaigns. It's about talking to partners who wish to further the work we're doing. So we are making a concerted effort to look for those people who have a passion for education, a passion for our community, and a heart to serve. Um, one of the things that we did since I joined, we were very much a part of the Be Engaged movement, which is what changed the Nevada funding formula. So the money follows the student, and, and it's been reallocated to Southern Nevada. So we were actually named as one of the partners that was pivotal in doing that. So we're advocating for education. So. If you know someone who has a heart to serve, who understands this community and what we could be facing, that's why 
a board of directors is really important. And I will tell you in all earnest, as a child, my father was a campaign director and my grandfather. There's a pattern here, right? Civic leaders, where does this happen? Rotary. But in the past, often United Ways became kind of a, the board everybody wanted to serve on, right? But nobody wanted to do anything. And I'm a worker, I'm a collaborator, and I'm looking for people, and our board is, that really want to get in and drive change and growth so that our community's better for it. So that, does that help you? Does that answer? Yes, sir. Yes, if you were a volunteer, what areas of activity within your organization do you have as a volunteer only? So that's a wonderful question. We have every kind of volunteer opportunity you want. As of tomorrow, we have over 45 volunteer projects across the entire valley from repairing schools, building bookshelves, soup, um, three square, you name it. One of the things that United Way give, volunteer, advocate. We always, always have listing of volunteer opportunities. If, for instance, your club chose to do something together, we would actually probably do something for you. You know, we, we would find one of our community partners that needs, you know, 20 helping hands in a specific area. Um, we, you know, I personally would love it if somebody volunteered to help me in my office. <laughs> I have my executive assistant for those, my CPU, as Andy said, and you're right, she's my brain. Um, there's many, many, our community has such need, like every community. So I strongly encourage you to look at our website to um, beyond tomorrow. I, uh, um, there are many children that, many organizations like Leaders in Training that we work with. This is a young woman who started this organization, and she actually works with freshmen through seniors, helping them write essays for their college application, taking them on trips. They need soft skills coaching. They need to be able to look at someone and shake their hand and look in the eyes and say, hi, I'm Kyle, how are you? And that seems like a simple skill, doesn't it? But it's not. Not for everybody. When you're first generation, that's a really tough thing to do or to know you are to do it. So those are the many, many, many things you can do to help. My question is, uh, you haven't talked a bit about very much about funding. Where, is your fun where are your funds coming from? Where are our funds coming from? Well, we're very fortunate that we still run workforce campaigns, and the majority of our funding comes from that in federal, state, local, and private foundations. And then I have donors like myself who aren't in a workplace, but when I speak with them and I show the effort and the metrics, they are joining us in our work. And they're actually giving the money to United Way, and then we put it back out and drive impact through our, our nine funded partners. Right now it's nine. My goal is to increase that substantially so that we can drive more children, young adults, and adults through this educational pipeline, resulting in a prepared workforce. Because according to Jonas Peterson of the LVGEA, I got a lot of work to do because we got a lot of people who need trained, ready, able workforce, workers. So, Michael? I got two questions. Um, one is, when can you fill out a membership application to our club? <laughs> and, 
And number two is, I know about the Young Philanthropist Society, but people in here may not know. So can you perhaps talk Brandon? to the importance of, yeah. once people are ready, not just to give their time, but also their money to worthy causes? Right. I think um, this is probably one of the smallest but biggest philanthropic communities I've ever lived in. And kudos to us, to you all. I'm new here, so I don't get to claim that. Thank you for this question, Michael. But United Way of Southern Nevada has a young philanthropist society that's been pretty quiet for the last couple of years and is being reactivated. Why is a young philanthropist society important? Because the legacy I leave is for them. How to give, why to give, and the ways to give. You know, time, treasure, and talent. So we, I've just hired a woman named Lori Algeri uh, to, who is going to reactivate that. But what it does is it teaches them how to be a philanthropist, and they come together. Um, Senator Valley, Valerie Weiner just sent me a letter, and she has an organization where she actually teaches children in high school how to be philanthropists. So I'm getting ready to engage with her because this is, this is part of my legacy that I'm going to leave, is my sons, your, your beautiful baby, your grandkids, we must teach those who come behind us the importance of giving time, treasure, and talent. So that's what United Way of Southern Nevada does. Interestingly enough, the average age of our young, not just United Way of Southern Nevada's Young Philanthropist Society, the average age is 40. You'd think it would be like 23, 24. It's 40. Because it takes a while to kind of inculcate the understanding of the importance of philanthropy and what it means. So thank you for that question. And I'll see you there. Anything else? So I want you to know I bought a house here. And I'm happy to be here. And I'm staying here. <laughs> Kyle, thank you very much for speaking with us today. I know we've done... I know our club has done your day with caring in the past, so perhaps we'll get some people interested. But I'd like to present you with our Share What You Can Award, which means we're going to give a donation to the local USO in your name. Thank you. In the words of a woman I most admire... Amelia Earhart, no kind action ever stops with itself. One kind action leads to another. Let's leave today building connections, taking kind action, serving one another, and rejoicing in the fellowship of Rotary. Meeting adjourned. We hope you enjoyed the latest podcast from the Las Vegas Rotary Club. For more information about future meetings, membership, and our local service projects, please visit lasvegasrotary.com. Now please go out, take action, and connect the world.